Hello and welcome to episode number four of the Secret Life Hacks of Magic podcast, a podcast dedicated to life lessons learned while doing card tricks for very drunk people. Uh, before we go on with today's episode, which is episode number four, um, I'm going to issue an apology just in case I need to. I've, I've decided now I'm just going to shoot all these in one take. I don't know any editing skills, so I can't do that. Um, but I'm presently sat opposite my hyperactive and very temperamental dog, who, uh, should anybody sneeze in the postcode, will go nuts. And also my child, my seven-year-old, is sleeping above in her room. So either one of those two could interrupt today's show, which could be quite interesting in itself. So apologies if that happens. So let's get on. Episode number four, related to something we mentioned last time, which was talking about how to achieve the impossible. Today, I'd like to talk about where to start imagining the impossible. Start at the end. Now, a lot of people use visualization in order to help themselves complete a goal. And that's really what we're on about. You know, you visualize the goal completed, you picture it exactly in your mind, and starting at the end of working backwards is something that is great not only for goals, but it also really helped in magic as well. If you think about it, when you kind of create a magic trick that you want to perform, you need to picture how it's going to look in its final form. But not just, I'm going to produce a dove or I'm going to vanish a small Mexican traveller, anything like that. You need to know exact details, like where are you going to perform it? What am I going to be wearing when I perform it? Is it going to be close up? Is it going to be on stage? Is it going to be for five people? Is it going to be for 500 people? Is it going to be done via video screen? Every little detail you imagine, the better. You know, you start at the end first, and, and that allows you to kind of create a perfect image of your goal before you have to compromise on your ideas. So start at the end, create a perfect image, forget limitations, forget kind of things that you you know you're going to have to compromise on, just build a perfect image in your head. Because if you start at the beginning and you think, well, I'm just going to vanish something, you know, you'll you'll run into the risk of hitting too many roadblocks. You'll be limited by your own existing knowledge and the lack of your knowledge and you'll lower your expectations and inevitably the lack of knowledge and lowering your expectations will just cause a watered down effect if we're talking about magic. So before you do anything, picture how something's going to look in the ideal world. Now this is related to an exercise I saw in a self-help book recently, which is quite a common one apparently, is the idea of imagining your own funeral, which sounds a bit morbid, but there's a rationale behind it. If you want to kind of imagine the kind of person you want to become, imagine your own funeral. Who do you want to be there? What do you want them to remember about you? What feelings? What what do you want them to say about you? That kind of thing. Now, if you're too freaked out by imagining your own funeral, which I can entirely imagine, this can apply to any aspect of your life. You know, how do you want to be seen by your kids, your wife, your boss, your friends? You know, not even people, but also tasks. You know, how do you want to be viewed as, as a dad, a cook? a badminton player, that kind of thing. So rather than starting at the beginning and saying, I just want to be a good dad, you know, you can be the dad that was always there for his kids at school. Go to the shows, you go to the choir practice, the nativities where he's dressed as Spider-Man for some reason. Or you could be the dad that always took them in bed at night and said the same story over and over again. Or you could be just the weird, uncool dad that just does silly voices and silly jokes that are just so uncool it's unreal. Which is one I think... I've got more. Um, all those dads are different. They're great, but they're different. So beginning at the end is it, great because you have a clear destination of where you're going to be. So no matter where you are, you can work out the direction you need to head. So it's it's like a sat-nav. 
no matter how many wrong turns or country roads you go down, you can always get back on track because you've got a clear destination in mind. And the great thing is, because you have this clear destination, every single thing you do, every single thing you think, every single attitude you have, you can immediately see whether it's bringing you closer to what you want to be or further away. The danger is that if you don't take the time to work out where you're headed, rather than being proactive, you'll be reactive to those around you. And you'll just go in their directions or you'll take their information and go, you know, partake in behaviours that point you in their direction rather than yours. We're always going to be headed somewhere. So the question you have to ask is, will it be the destination we consciously choose or the one we're kind of unconsciously led to because we've no direction of our own? So I suppose it's about becoming proactive rather than reactive. You're not just doing things to your best ability, the jobs that seem to come to you. you you're kind of consciously asking yourself, what are the things I should be doing to be this great dad or to do this magic trick or to be that kind of person? What skills do I need to learn? What kind of attitude should I be having? And, and those are the things that you should be doing brilliantly. So being proactive keeps the bigger picture, the ideal picture, the great picture in mind and ensures that you're always heading to that. And that can only really come when you start at the end and work backwards. So build that big picture in your head and and then work from there, work backwards on how to achieve that to where you are. You've always got it in your mind and you're always subconsciously heading towards it. So if you're going to take the funeral exercise, pick one thing that you'd like somebody to say about you at your funeral or like somebody to feel about you at your funeral, work out one tiny way that you can get closer to that and make sure you do that before you die. See ya!